Welcome to the Switch Leader Podcast, where we decide today the leader we will be tomorrow. All right, Switch Leaders, I hope that everybody had a great week last week. I hope for those of you that had like a Switch Leader rally or a Switch Leader vision night, I hope that you enjoyed it. Kind of had that fire rekindled for going into 2023 and expecting great things. And for those of you that haven't, that would mean that this Wednesday is going to be your first night back in the building. And we get to do that with students. And man, we love that we get to do this alongside other leaders, but we exist for those students. And so I know everybody's excited to get started. And what we're about to do is I've got James Meehan here with me. James, thanks for hanging with us today. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. James is going to kind of talk to us about how we're going to start this semester off. Obviously, we're starting a brand new semester and with a new semester comes with a brand new series. And so I'm excited myself to even get to hear a little bit about your heart behind the content that students are going to be receiving. There's never been a switch message that there wasn't something that I could take something from, even though it's coming from a little bit of a different perspective. And maybe the target audience isn't my age. The topic will always be valuable and applicable. James would love to hear from you what that title is going to be and what we're looking at. Yeah. I mean, even before we get to the specifics of this first series, I want to kind of call back to last week's episode where we got to hear from the one and only Vince Parker. And you and he had a really great conversation about setting your priorities in the new year. What things should we be focusing on personally, professionally, spiritually, and within our ministry? And I kind of just want to remind all of you listening to this that I love what I get to do. Let me say that. But I am very aware that the role that I play in crafting these messages and these Bible plans and working with other people to put together some of these message guides for you and your students is a drop in the bucket compared to the role that you play. Because at the end of the day, good content is just a good thing but it's actually relationships. It's people investing in people, people caring for one another that really leads to life change. I mean, That's it's right. no accident that every time the word of God has been communicated throughout history, it has been through a person appointed by God. It is no accident that the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us because without that person-on-person relationship, then really everything we do might be good, but it will never be game-changing. And so I just want to say that because what you do as a leader week in and week out, as you pursue Jesus passionately, as you make your students feel needed and known, like needed, meaning that what they do every Wednesday night matters, known, meaning that who they are matters. And as you help them take their next step in their faith journey, that's really where the discipleship, the spiritual growth, the leading people to become fully devoted followers of Christ happens. The role so that true. I play is to hopefully set you all up with some content that will lead to some of those meaningful conversations. But at the end of the day, like you really are the most influential person on a Wednesday night in the lives of your students. So, so there's that. Let's, let's start there. So if you didn't listen to last week's episode, go back and listen to that. Because what we're going to talk about here is the icing on the cake. It's not the cake. It's the icing. But icing can still be really good. Yeah, icing, I love icing. Icing is delicious. So hopefully Man. this icing is really good. The first series that we're jumping into this semester is a series that we're calling Christianity Deconstructed. Now, that title, Christianity Deconstructed, can create a lot of thoughts and feelings for different people because 
the word deconstruction is a pretty big buzzword, or at least has been over the last several years. And I'm excited about the angle that we're taking, which is to really get down to the essential elements that make up our faith. You know, like when you're building a thing, when you're building a building, you've got to have the materials you need to build it. And unfortunately, if we look at the faith of so many people in our modern world, it is built using pretty flimsy materials. It's been built not by following the actual blueprints laid out by the architect, but by kind of like copying and pasting and meshing together things that people have heard or seen from, you know, the internet or their aunt on Facebook or whoever that is. And what we want to do is introduce our students to the essential elements that make up the Christian faith and have been largely agreed upon across denominations for the last 2,000 years. So that's why throughout this series, what we're going to do is actually something a little bit different by utilizing the Apostles' Creed as kind of like the map for this series. Now, if you're unaware, the Apostles' Creed is a creed, which is a formal statement of beliefs. And the apostles, we know, are Jesus's original disciples. Well, this creed was constructed in around the year 200. So before the Bible was fully assembled, before it was readily available, a group of Christians under a time of Christian persecution came together to lay out what are the essential elements of our faith. Because at this time, Christianity was exploding. People were coming to faith in droves, and they had to figure out how do we pass on the truth of what we believe to these new people so that they can carry on the faith in a way that is true, that is good, that captures the beauty that Jesus introduced into the world. So what we're going to do over the course of these four weeks is actually walk through the Apostles' Creed, this statement of belief that is consistent with the Apostles' original teaching. And so what it's going to look like is in week one, we're going to start with the very beginning of that creed that says, I believe in God. And in this first week, we're going to talk about what we mean when we say God. Because the truth is, is that there are a lot of different conceptions people have about God, but there is only one Christian view of God. And that Christian view of God is, if you were to ask me, way better than every other view that's out there. Because the God that we believe in is a loving, personal creator who is the creator of everything. And he wants a relationship with every single one of us. And so the first week, we're going to talk about what do we mean when we say God? And within that, we're going to actually introduce some apologetics as to why it makes sense to believe in the Christian God. This isn't just wishful thinking or some fairy tale. This is the reality of the world that we inhabit. That's week one. Week two, we're going to talk about how we believe in Jesus. Who is he? What is he like? And why does it make sense to follow him? This will be a youth pastor live speak. And I'm really excited for youth pastors to just get to share the core of what makes Jesus so special. Week three, we will not be meeting at Switch in Real Life because that is our Life Church operational staff meeting, but we will still have a message. We're going to talk about the Holy Spirit. We're going to talk about church. We're going to talk about the forgiveness of sins, and we're going to allow that conversation to happen with some different youth pastors answering questions in an interview style. And then finally, in week four, we're going to talk about life everlasting and the resurrection of the body. What happens after we die? What happens after everything ends? And those are pretty significant questions because when we understand yeah. the way a story ends, 
it gives a lot more meaning to everything that comes before that. And the way the Christian story ends is, spoiler alert, really, really good news. And so that's <laughs> the approach that we're taking to this series, walking through the Apostles' Creed, letting that be our map. Obviously, there's going to be lots of scripture and Bible and focus on the actual inspired words in our Bible. But we thought it'd be kind of cool to show how what we believe today has been passed down from generation to generation of Christians who have held on to these things that really do make for a strong foundation in our faith. Now, one important thing that I think is going to be helpful for you to be aware of is that the first week of this series is going to have a little bit different format to the message, where it'll be message with a break, message, break, message, break. So it'll be instead of one 20-minute thing from beginning to end, you'll have like a six-minute break, six-minute break, six-minute break. And in those breaks, your youth pastor may decide to fill that with small group discussion or fill that with individual reflection for students to write down answers on their message guides to then bring those answers to their small group. It may happen either way, depending on your campus, the size of your campus, how well you can do small group discussions in the auditorium, how well your students can transition back from that to the message again, and then back to small group conversation. And so we wanted to give your youth pastor the freedom and flexibility to decide whatever strategy is best for them. But for you as a leader, whatever strategy gets decided, the thing that's really going to carry those conversations and make the most of them is you being ready to run hard with whichever strategy gets decided. Because at the end of the day, the thing that is most important is not the specific strategy, but your presence and leadership as the small group leader and as a switch leader. Because the way that you show up will make the difference here. Absolutely. I would challenge to say the way that you show up anytime ever, always, is what <laughs> yes. makes the difference, right? I 100%. mean, in general, 100%. In general, it's our attitude and our perspective and how we decide to show up always matters. So James, for this first series, going to be going into and talking about the Apostles' Creed. If I'm a switch leader and I'm hearing this podcast right now, what's going through my head is, hey, there's probably going to be a lot of scripture. This has potential to be a deeper, more scripture-heavy series than maybe others have been in the past. And not necessarily all of them, but, but there's potential for that, which can be really great. So if I'm a switch leader and I'm a small group leader and I'm thinking, I want, my, I want the kids in my group to get the most out of this possible, what is your recommendation that they could do in advance to go, not just to be like, I'm going to plan for week one, but, but to say, no, starting right now, I'm going to let this marinate. Like I'm going to really work on and read through X, Y, and Z so that I feel like I'm prepared. What, what would that be and what would you recommend for us? Yeah, I mean, first recommendation I would offer is the series guide that is provided to you for this. I think that'll give you a good overview of everything. And then we've got some specific resources under each week for how to get prepared for that specific week. And so I think that would be, if you do nothing else, do that. But if you want to go above and beyond, then there's actually this really cool podcast called Slow Theology by AJ Swadoba and Nijay Gupta, who are both New Testament professors where they've actually been walking through the Apostles' Creed line by line, and I think the last five or six episodes of their podcast. And so if you want to go a little bit deeper and hear from some people way smarter than me about the Apostles' Creed and the significance there, that could be a really, really enriching experience for you. I know I've really enjoyed getting to listen to their takes on some things, and so that would be a cool way to do that. Now, all of that is specific to the Apostles' Creed, 
But I would even say just more fundamentally, if you as a switch leader are immersing yourself in scripture on a daily basis, if you are creating space to experience the presence of God within your life regularly, then that right there is probably the most foundational habit to set you up to have meaningful spiritual conversations with your students, whether it's about what we talk about in the message or it's a question that a student asks based off something that they saw somewhere when they were scrolling through social media. And so specifically, the series guide is always, in our opinion, one of the best resources you can start with. Above that, there's that Slow Theology podcast that I mentioned. And then from there, as followers of Jesus, when we have the habit of daily being in scripture, daily being in the presence of God through prayer, then I think those are the kinds of things that are going to make the biggest difference. I look forward to learning a lot in the series. There, just today, as we were having some prayer time and I was reading through some scripture, something jumped out at me that it hadn't jumped out at me before that way. You know, it's a scripture I've read multiple times and it just jumped out at me in a way and made me kind of ask some questions. It wasn't anything that was super significant. It wasn't something that was, that was, you know, theologically deep. It was more of me looking and seeing a real person with real people problems in a way that I hadn't before. Hmm. And the, that's what your students are dealing with is, Come is real people problems. And the Absolutely. Bible is all about a bunch of real people that had real people problems. <laughs> And so yes. I, I think that while we're in this series, absolutely, it's important that you are diving into and trying to really immerse yourself in the topic that we'll be on, not because it's going to give you all the answers so that you have all the answers when your students ask questions. As a matter of fact, if you act like you have all the answers and your students ask questions, you're probably leading them astray, right? Because we don't want them to think that that's even attainable. Like you're, right. you're not supposed to, like you, you just don't. But we do want them to look and go, man, my leader, it just doesn't seem to matter what the topic is, they show up ready and they care about the conversation. Yeah. And then outside of that, my leader seems to always have something that they're excited about that they're reading in scripture. It seems like there's just always something stirring in them because if you can lead your students that way and if you'll set that example, you will then have a group of students who are going, I guess that's what I'm supposed to do. Because <laughs> right. I, and at the end of the day, if, if as a teenager, I start to immerse myself in scripture and I see something and it makes me ask a question that maybe is even almost like an immature question, that's great. Those are the yeah. best ones. Come on. And that's what we want. We want for students to be reading scripture and engaging in it enough that they can see it in their own life and ask questions. And so I hope that as we kick off this semester, I hope that each switch leader listening, I hope you understand your value. And yeah. I hope that you understand that the authority that you have in switch and the influence that you have for the kingdom is not about who you are. It is about whose you are. Yeah. And it's really, really important that we don't let the enemy tell us otherwise. I just this last week told our switch leaders at my campus. I said, you know, we're all going to set goals and we're all going to have things that we want to see be done this year. And I hope everybody listening, man, I hope you set some goals, maybe some goals for your family. Maybe you want to pray with your spouse every night. Maybe you want to have a game night with your kids once a week. Maybe you want to read scripture every single day. There could be lots of different things you want to do. You want to have more consistency in your small group. You want to see the students in your group serve, whatever those goals are. So we, we all could have this thing where 
we're going to set these goals and we're going to be excited about them. But then the enemy is going to come in because he mm. always does. Right. And it made me think about the last few years of my own life where I have just truly, the, it just feels like the enemy. Well, I started to say it feels like he hates me, but that's, he does. And <laughs> right. so I guess right. it feels like it is, right? So it just, just always coming and I could have these plans and then tons of significant health battles that just keep coming. And then times that you're like, where'd this one come from out of left field? And I just finally realized that when you're looking at you're going, man, I wonder when the enemy is going to strike. And I wonder where the enemy is going to strike. I've had to switch my perspective to just choosing to believe that he's going to strike everywhere and always. That he is everywhere and always looking for an opportunity to screw up your plans. And if you'll decide in advance that you know that that's going to happen, but you're not going to let it stop you, then y'all, this could be a great year in 2023 could be the one that you get to see change happen in a big way in your Come life, on, in some of your fellow leaders' lives, yeah. and most definitely in the students that you are leading's lives. So we love each of you and we are so thankful for all that you do for Switch. And we're so thankful that you're stepping into a new year of it with us. We are very, very expectant of what God stands to do uh, James, is there anything that I'm leaving out or anything that you would like to add? I refuse to add anything to what you just said because that was really good. Okay, actually, I'll add this. I'll add this. Okay, perfect. Maybe, yep. maybe rewind and listen to everything that Josh just said again because All right. that was really good. <laughs> well, I'm, I'll tell you what. I know you've been doing this for a while. I've been doing this for a long time. I know we have leaders that are new and we have leaders that have been doing this for much longer even than me. And you guys, I've, I just can't think of a year where I was more excited about what God stands to do spiritually than I feel right now. I, I genuinely am so excited. And so if you're listening to this, I hope that you will get on your knees and talk to God about what he is going to use you to do. Like, take it for real. And let's see an incredible move of God happen in our youth ministry and in our church this year. I love you guys. I thank you for, we, we all thank you for taking time to serve and switch. And we definitely thank you for caring enough about it to invest in your own leadership. And so as always, thank you for joining us on the Switch Leader Podcast, where we decide today the leader we will be tomorrow. <laughs>